Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Kate Faulkner. Hello, hope you had a good weekend. Thank you for downloading today's podcast on Monday the 13th of November. First up, a biker from Hearn Bay who threatened to kill another man's dog and beat him over the head with a carcass has avoided prison. Damien Dennis Barlow made the vicious threats over WhatsApp after a row over a broken exhaust pipe escalated. Lucy has the details for Kent Online. Lucy, their argument sounds like it became pretty vicious. Yes, it did. Barlow, who lives on South Road and only has one eye, initially fell out with his his lifelong friend Michael Sheehan over a repair job to an exhaust pipe. During the argument, Sheehan threatened to stab Barlow and take out his other eye. In court, a series of WhatsApp messages were read out in which Barlow threatened to break the neck of Sheehan's dog and then beat him over the head with the carcass. Their messaging became increasingly threatening as they tried to arrange a brawl to settle the argument. And we understand he pleaded guilty when he appeared in court. Yes, that's right. He pleaded guilty to communicating a threatening message. His solicitors said the 46-year-old was sorry for the messages and that he wanted to bury the hatchet. He was given a conditional discharge for 12 months, a restraining order for 12 months, and he must pay £100 in costs. Kent Online News. Local refugee campaigners have responded to the news. Suella Braverman has been sacked as Home Secretary. Samphire, based in Dover, runs a community engagement project to help asylum seekers who have arrived in Kent. Kay Marsh is from the charity and says they're welcoming changes at the top. First reaction is that it's very good news, of course. Um, she wasn't doing anything good for the immigration system or the country at all. So, yeah, on first glance, it's very good news. Um, obviously, we have to think about who takes her place now. And can I ask you about Braverman, can you talk me through a little bit of the damage that she's done to the refugee cause here in the UK? Yeah, absolutely. She's done nothing but damage to an already fractured immigration system. Um, her constant inflammatory rhetoric has caused almost irreparable damage to the public opinion on migration. Um, and we're going to see sort of the ripples from that going forward for a really long time. This might sound like a silly question. Were there any positives that we can glean from her time as Home Secretary? Uh, the fact that she's been sacked today was the only positive of her entire term, I would say. Now, we know that James Cleverly is going to be stepping in to take her place. What are we hoping to see from him? Well, he's a bit of an unknown quantity. Um, we don't really know who he is or, or where he stands on the immigration situation. Uh, one thing we do know is that he's not... Um, he's not set on leaving the UNHCR, which is very positive, uh, unlike Suella. So there is a little glimmer of hope that some compassion will come from, from the role going forward. And we know that obviously Suella's flagship policy, I suppose, was the Rwanda scheme. Do you th are you hoping, obviously, that this is going to die with her or do you think that Cleverly might carry that on? Mm, hopeful that it will go with her. Um, but obviously other announcements this morning, other appointments, um, we'll have to wait and see. And um, just lastly, we're seeing a lot of instability from the government at the moment, people coming, people going. How does that in itself damage, uh, you know, refugee causes here in the UK? It absolutely damages it. You know, even the transition between Patel and Suella Braverman, um, it just throws everything up in the air, doesn't it? And we have to almost start again. Um, and obviously we hope for the best. We hope that somebody will come in with some new compassionate resolutions. Um, but we'll just have to wait and see.
Also making news today, a Kent man is one of seven people charged following disorder in London over the weekend. Nearly 150 arrests were made during a pro-Palestinian demonstration and counter-protest by right-wing groups on Armistice Day. 21-year-old Taylor Warren from Hastingley to Ashford is due in court later this month, accused of possessing Class A drugs. Here in Kent, a man was arrested at a Remembrance Day event in Rochester following an assault on a security guard and the use of racist language. Police say he tried to enter the Royal British Legion parade yesterday and posted on social media to say he'd tainted the occasion. Elsewhere, police have given us a picture of a man they want to speak to after a racially aggravated altercation at Folkestone Railway Station. It happened on Armistice Day. You can see pictures over on our website. Now, traders in Folkestone Hive, Sandgate and New Romney say they fear for the future of their businesses as local bosses consider introducing pay and display machines. Parking is currently free for up to two hours on certain streets, but that could all be about to end. Council were discussing introducing charges of up to £2 an hour to improve traffic flow and raise vital funds. Local business owners say it would have a devastating impact on footfall. Our reporter Leanne Castle has been speaking to Sue Mullane, who is owner of Applejacks in Hythe. I think it would be another reason, as I say, for people not to come into the high street and we can't afford to lose trade. So, yes, I think it would worry me. And does the high street close at a certain time? It closes 11 till 3, so there are no vehicles then anyway. Um, but at the moment, prior to that time and after, people can come down here, can park, especially those with limited mobility, uh, then, yes, we do rely on people being able to get through and park. Does it get busy after those hours? It can do. In, um, certain times of year, yes, it can do. But, um, no, I think it would do a lot of harm to the high street, a lot of harm to those traders that do rely on people to be able to drive through and pick things up even, if they've then got to pay for parking, then they're going to say, well, wait a minute, can I go somewhere where I don't have to or shall I order online? Other traders have also raised concerns. Steve James has been the owner of Romney Cycles for the last eight years. The, at the moment, it's pretty poor for high streets as it is at the moment. So you know, that's just going to discourage people just just coming through, even when the passers-by coming through the high street, just to stop for a shop or something, to pay 1180, they won't do that. So, but yeah, if it's just across the road, this side of the road gets, gets crammed anyway, because obviously it's free parking, but no, it'd be a shame if they did that. So would you, you'd be completely against it? Would you oh, put yeah, in an definitely. objection? No, I'm definitely against it, because it's, it's like, it's hard enough as it is nowadays. So to, to encourage people to come into town, it should be free parking, not charging for it. So yeah. The council have said there's no evidence to suggest free parking helps footfall on the high street. What would your answer to that be? I disagree with that. I mean, especially a shop like mine, I've got people who are going to drop a bike off to repair. They're not going to pay 180 for doing to do that. So no, I disagree with that. So you know, passing trade is the key for you know for free parking and you know for um, passing trades is probably important for this town. So yeah, they won't stop. If approved by council, a consultation period will be launched at the end of this month. Kent Online News. An investigation's underway after a woman was sexually assaulted in a car park in Rochester. She was attacked in Corporation Street in the early hours of yesterday. Detectives are particularly keen to speak to anyone who attended the City Wall wine bar. A benefits manager from Canterbury who falsely claimed more than £30,000 has avoided being sent to prison. Debbie Bagley was working from home as a universal credit case manager when it happened during lockdown. The 50-year-old from Field Avenue has been given a suspended sentence and put on a six-month 
curfew. A 10-kilometre control zone has been set up around a farm in Canterbury after a cow tested positive for blue tongue. The disease is spread by insects and can also affect sheep, goats and other cattle. Experts say it cannot be passed to humans and meat and milk from infected animals are safe to eat and drink. Now, if you live on Sheppey, you're being urged to have a say on the future of education on the island. There are plans to close the current Oasis Academy and replace it with two new schools. They'll be run by Lee Academies Trust and EKC Schools Trust. Mike Whiting is the local councillor. When the Sheppey School first opened, the first comprehensive on Sheppey, uh, prior to that there'd been four senior schools on Sheppey um, and that was all brought down to the one. Um, I, I think from that point on, uh, Sheppey had difficulties with its education um, and parents chose to send their children um, to the mainland to school rather than uh, to the, the sole school on Sheppey. Um, and, and that had an effect clearly on, on the school. And, and I think over the years, uh, we've all lobbied to try to get back to at least a two-school solution. And I'm really grateful uh, to the two trusts for moving forward now and coming, coming up with this plan, which seems to have uh, support in uh, Whitehall, which is great, and I think has got general support amongst um, parents on the island. Obviously, you have to go through the process and you've got a consultation underway at the moment. How important is it that parents do get 